Welcome to the Non-Dual Performer podcast. My name is Sam Katadia and we're going to be discussing performance in all walks of life. And we hope that this podcast will develop your curiosity and your insight around what it means to perform well. Hey, welcome back to the Non-Dual Performer Podcast. I'm here with Sam Katadia. We are delighted to be talking to you again on this wonderful day. So today we've got a really beautiful topic to speak about. Um, so what are we going to talk about today, Sam? We both love art. We're both creative in many ways. And the more I explore our essential nature I, I start to see why it is at the moment I'm being more creative I'm starting to understand why I want to play the piano I want to engage with nature and, and, and when it occurs to me to, to, to paint the odd picture and just want to open up that conversation of, of why that might be happening why why is there a, a desire to want to create more when we explore our essential, our essential self, and and mm. what is always available in in our immediate experience? And considering the different, let's look at the different pathways of exploring essential self. One is the exploration and, and, and deeply moving into our direct experience by drawing it closer to feel it and, and taste it and see it and sense it and, and, and move almost like like a tractor beam draw in our, our immediate experience so we, we really merge with it which is the tantric model of, of exploring essential self then the other model which again sort of uprooting this illusory self is the the self-inquiry slightly more uh, logical discerning approach which is a kind of Vedantic approach to self-inquiry and, and, and looking at and questioning to whom do these feelings arise mm to whom do these feelings belong can i find that person what is my direct experience of this so-called person what show yourself what is it what i i lead my life as if i'm doing everything and in control well let me learn about the nature of who I think is in control. Let me learn about who the orchestrator of my experience is and what is it that you are made of. That also brings us back to essential self and nature. Either we go deeply into the objective experience and, and, and draw in whatever we're experiencing closer or we remove the the kind of key 
sort of flagstone underneath the house which is they don't actually belong to anybody and no one's ever found a separate self otherwise we we'd all be happy we'd fix it we'd get everything right we'd have everything we want you know we would have figured that out by now if it resided within a uh, orchestrator we wouldn't see a, a world that's suffering seeking mm. in a complete uh, not a sort of uh, perpetual tailspin um, but art I think sort of lies in the 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 camp of the the tantric exploration which is which is emerging and and, and molding into our our muse our our subject the subject object relationship gets closer becomes more intimate mm. would you say that sort of relates do you can you relate to that in in some of the stuff in your life in your experience oh 100 percent. that's exactly what it feels like when i'm painting or when i'm drawing and um I really like to draw and paint figures. I really like the female form. I enjoy creating imagery around that. But while, while I'm doing it, I'm not like trying to create an object. I am completely lost mm. in the experience of creation. And I'll, often I'll do a bit and then I'll pace around and then I'll come back to it and then I'll like look really closely and then I'll just stop and then I'll walk around and then, you know, like just completely lost in the the immediacy of perception. You know, there it's 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 very tacit, it's very real. The I what is known through I, all of it is one seamless dissolution into pure knowing and It's very enjoyable. Yeah, and <laughs> we, that, that, we don't. What is like you say? It's a nice thing to do. You like you like drawing and sketching. It's mm. there's no expectation placed upon it other than when you know looking at your work, Jamie. And I think it's fantastic. I'd, um, oh, thank you. Really captures a quality and an essence that I just want to keep staring at the work. Uh, and and I, <laughs> I think that me too. Um, yeah, but. The subject's nice to look at, as well as the, <laughs> um, well as the the quality that that you you've managed to model in in your in your muse and your subject matter. Mm. But it's captivating, and and I think a lot of great art through through the years has that quality of captivating. It's it, it goes beyond goes beyond the page and touches and it talks to something beyond form mm. i think that that's when you're looking at great art is when you don't there's something mesmeric around it but it doesn't you can't put your finger on as to why it's mm. so captivating and you know um Cezanne's quote that you know when he's got capturing sort of uh he's french uh, impressionist capturing the thrill of nature in his art um, uh, but with the knowing that nature and the awareness of nature the, the 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 knower remains permanent in this sort of vibrant expression of nature it's um, he 
I think the great artists through our time have a have a deep appreciation of of our non dual experience. Whether or not they can articulate it or not is besides the point. They 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 they're so entwined in their in their direct experience that it it, it shines through in their work. Mm. There's no there's no trying. There's no effort. It's a sort of celebration and. You know, and it's a bit like when I remember walking around the 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 Met, uh, the MoMA um, Gallery um, Museum in New York, and looking at Rothko, mm. Rothko's work and his huge canvases. Absolutely and, love Rothko. And and it, it, again, it's this sort of intimate tractor beam of experience of, like, you don't know why you want to keep looking at it, but you really the the you the 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 subject object relationship really does start to the lines become blurred and you you just become quite encapsulated in this sort of intimate experience of this big deep red canvas with loads of different layers that are sort of drawing you in into the direct experience of the canvas through very subtle through very subtle 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 shade of colouring and layers and, and, and work and mm. I, I think that Rothko's work is very um, kind of a good mirror of the sort of Vedantic exploration that we've got all these layers of beliefs and concepts that, that are kind of superimposed on our on the blank canvas on, mm. on this white canvas and how do we permeate all these heavy layers and, and know that we are the canvas Perhaps, yes. perhaps, funny enough, that's why though Rothko's work was so powerful and, and, and intimate and honest and, intim and, and real, a real exploration of his own direct experience, why there was, there was quite a lot of deep suffering in his life. Yes. Maybe he just couldn't see beyond the layers of paint. He couldn't, you know, that, that page was, that page in that canvas was so obscured by all the colourings and the markings and the, the textures of his story and his life that he couldn't it was it was very difficult for him to essentially uh, essentially strip back mm. quite interesting i just thought of that now it could be quite interesting again perhaps why some people not saying it's impossible but when when we talk of people who've experienced trauma those heavy layers of paint mm. run thick and it requires a a real sort of love for truth and uh, a desire to face one's mortality mm. um, which I, are the greats celebrate that the greats celebrate that in my experience the, the artists that become priceless and they are mate so see any Jamie's work this will be it'll be up there being sold at Sotheby's alongside of Picasso <laughs> Um, yeah. So uh, they are, mate. You're gonna be the next uh, inadvertent Picasso. But yeah, <laughs> but it touches on the same thing. I think great art has a quality that that is informed from the from that subject-object relationship is quite quite very intimate and and inseparable at times. Uh, well, it's always inseparable, but the the qualities of that inseparability become apparent through the explore, exploration of that creativity. Yeah, exactly. It's it's almost an uh, an effortless invocation 
of the dissolution of the separate self through encountering the creativity either making it or or going for example to see Rothko in New York um, and one of the things I've really noticed is particularly with making art is as soon as I try and do it for a specific outcome it's ruined mm. so I studied art for seven years um, in university and coming out of university trying to make money with art was a very painful time of my life because I'm trying to explore the indescribable seamless nature of everything whilst forcing it into a cage to try and make money and it's funny because I had a huge hiatus on producing art and I've just started again recently um, after a very long time it was literally just the end of last year that I started drawing again and um, I explored the idea of making money from it because it's something that I could definitely do and as soon as I brought that element in there as soon as I brought that um, objectification you know into that experience it was impossible to create it there was no possibility there was no possibility of that seamless unity of experience and I yeah yeah it, I think for those of you who are listening to this really understand your motives around what why you're doing it. is this a, mm. a spontaneous organic expression of happiness or am I making my art a vehicle am I looking to gain something from it that becomes a you know sort of from a kind of a bit more of an academic pointer is an extrinsic motivator it's saying that thing brings me happiness that thing brings me well-being no it can't do you can as you've had you've developed you've had an unhealthy relationship with art and you've had a healthy relationship with art mm. the art itself doesn't bring anything um but art is an opportunity to express ourselves but in its own right um can't bring us anything because we already are it we already are that and art is a celebration of that knowing that's when you produce your best art and i find the same if i want to exercise if i think oh i've got this vigorous exercise regime it feels heavy it feels cumbersome i don't stick to it i break from it it becomes quite codependent but you know my art of sport and expressing myself through that way is far more expressive now because i'm not putting anything on it i'm not trying to achieve a particular look or a fitness or a, or an extrinsic motivator i'm doing it because i like to do it it's 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 a healthy expression of um moving my body or you know in the case of art it's a healthy expression of making some marks on some paper mm. a, mo a movement that is un uncontrived 
in an uncontrived flowing way yeah yeah and so many of us certainly in the sort of mainstream narrative when we hear do art for your well-being or exercise oh, okay. for your well-being yeah, 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 it's yeah. when when those when we start to pin again externalizing our well-being we don't stick to it we become agitated it becomes an unhealthy relationship but through exploration of, of, of our essential self certainly what I've seen in my life I've become more expressive in terms of art I'm, I'm learning the piano at the moment but I don't when I try to force myself to play the piano I never do it I feel that resistance but sometimes I arrive at the piano and just want to pick up and learn some stuff yes it's effortful at the beginning because I'm learning notes I'm learning patterns but the 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 tension there of and the effort of learning the new notes is a flowing effort if that makes sense it's like okay I've got to sort of persevere with this but it's not coming from a sense of need it's something like okay acquiring new knowledge and learning stuff is is a effortful process and but I'm not looking to get anything from the piano it's again an exploration of expressing myself exactly it, it it comes back to you don't have to do anything to be aware already you're already aware so with that basic foundation then all these things become incredibly enjoyable and rich and expressions of that and um because as soon as you get into a codependent loop of okay now I need to create art to feel better. What if you just can't create something that makes you feel better? You f you, your day's going to be ruined from yeah. that. And yeah. it's not like the art did it. It's not like, but it's, it's, it's an action we take based on a presupposition which creates an imagined separation. Yeah, and a lot of artists celebrate their you know their turmoil they're experiencing uh, in a in a neutral way it's an expression mm. it's not they're not looking at their art thinking i'm going to do my art to get rid of these uh you know haunting experiences it's a flowing expression of 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 their uh, and a faithful representation of their direct experience so mm. there's a neutrality in that extremity you're taking a neutral stance and putting it on canvas uh, rather than taking a stance that there's something wrong with it, maybe yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you could argue that okay, clearly this artist is suffering because he he doesn't understand what he essentially is, or he, he, there's not a knowing of his essential self. You could argue that, and it's easy to just write off suffering as just. Uh, just an expression but I do definitely feel that through an artistic expression it is a it is a tantric uh, exploration of true self whether the artist is aware of that it's, it's sort of beside the point but it naturally is and again that's why 
the greats talk to us is because I do feel that they give us little glimpses of that knowing quality rather than just it be a picture of a tree, an object. There is something uh, luminous and, and, and permanent and timeless about the experience of that art which which makes great art. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And writing people's suffering off as oh yeah he, obviously he just didn't understand his true nature is in itself a sense of codependency because you know then you're creating knowing yourself as true nature as an object which people either have or don't everyone has awareness you know whether they're lost in suffering or exploring deeply the evanescent unity of experience and what experiences it's exactly the same awareness and so you know I, t I totally agree with that I totally resonate with that and um, yeah it's also quite interesting when you look at the Buddhists when they create these beautiful mandalas mm. out of sand and then they kind yeah, of destroy yeah. them at the end to, to celebrate impermanence mm. um, again I think it's important to not attach to the outcome of our our creations as well mm. I think that's really important to keep the exploration fresh uh, and and faithful to a moment to moment experience rather than I'm trying to get from A to B yeah as Alan Watts Alan Watts is a master of talking about that around you know a dancer doesn't dance to get from one side of the dance floor to the other a writer doesn't write to get from one page to, to the other. exactly um can't remember the exact quote but it again it was a good one it's yeah. not about the destination it's about that moment commitment the now the now that's always with us that is untouched by the by the story to to allow the expression to arise in 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 that which never changes yeah exactly um but yeah, good, a good topic, uh, good as you know, nice to nice to explore it, and I think you know as we conclude the sort of conversation here, don't think, all right, I've got to go out and do some art now. <laughs> um, ju ju <laughs> just keep keep with your exploration and curiosity, and if it arises. That you fancy doing it, then go for it. Don't 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 load it with any expectation. Exactly. Um, otherwise, as you pointed out, Jamie, it's very easy. Our our vehicles of expression can quite easily become quite toxic. Yeah, yeah, and it won't provide happiness and well being if considered that it will. Indeed. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. And remember, share this podcast with people you think might benefit from it. Give us a review, five-star review if possible. That helps the algorithm yeah. and um, helps us get around. And we look forward to speaking to you next time. Thanks a lot.
Thanks everybody for tuning into my podcast channel for this episode. Hope to see and hear from you all soon.